How bizarre. How bizarre. Hey. Guys, what's going on? It's me. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Um, I took a week off just for my own mental health um, and just, uh, you know, a plethora of other things. But also Christmas. Duh. I'm not trying to record with, you know, my, my family. I would love to. But honestly, I'm going to be honest. Going anywhere with anyone and it requires me to sleep over there it's like I am the bag lady I don't have a bag that fits all my stuff because you never know what's going to happen you never know what's going to what we're going to do if we're going to go outside if we're going for a hike if you know like and I want to be prepared like I don't want to be I don't want to you know say no because I didn't think ahead and prepare you know what I'm saying that's just my anxiety hey what's up welcome to the club <laughs> and you uh, uh it's Vanessa hey what's going on I'm here. We're here. Um, time to get zoned in a little bit, and uh, let's 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 get real, shall we? So, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We're almost to the New Year, 2021. Fingers crossed. We'll be better, per se. Um, we're not claiming it, guys. Let's not claim anything yet. Um, I think. <laughs> I think we went a little too optimistic here last time around, so let's just approach the year with open arms. That is one of the best ways that you can approach anything, especially if it's unsure, and especially if the last year has been like this one. So open arms, our open arm policy. Today we're talking about a couple things, and um, most importantly, <laughs> you know, Again, like I've mentioned before, this podcast isn't just for me. Um, it's for anybody out there who who can relate to the things that I'm saying, um, the things that I've experienced, the things I am experiencing, um, the processes in which I am processing. Like this is for you too. This is for anybody who just needs to know that hey, in this year um, we struggled, but we learned a lot about ourselves, and we're in a better place than we were last year. And um, let's move forward in that direction, you know. That's why I'm here. That's who I am. So, uh, more specifically, um, I'm going to be real. Um, this, is, this is my baby. Part of uh, looking ahead to this year, um, I've been personally prepping myself by adopting new routines and and you know trying things that I've once loved before you know trying it again on my own terms and so far so good it's it's been working and I'm enjoying it um some of those things include doing yoga whoa and meditating what who am I I don't know but apparently somebody who is willing to take a chance on on yoga and meditation and honestly I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real it is very nice and it has been impacting my life in a very interesting way um my days are kind of i don't know they're a little bit more clear i can breathe a little easier um and i'm a little calmer when it comes to you know certain things i guess that happen little instances circumstances 
minor inconveniences, maybe, if you will, like, you know, things that just happen day to day that, you know, you could you could throw a chair about or you can breathe it out and just move on and say sick. You know, like I we're slowly learning these things um, and you're here with me on this journey. So I appreciate you, um, whoever you are. Thank you for being here. This is this podcast is not only like I said before, for you, but it's for me too. Uh, I feel like documenting experiences, documenting progress. I feel like documenting experiences um, and progress, like anything that you would document, you know, experience and progress, uh, like losing weight or um, documenting, you know, hair growth. (laughs) Each picture or each moment in which you tell someone about you get closer and closer to your goal. But the difference here is that I don't necessarily have a goal for my mental health. I just, the end game is that I just want to be content um, with where I am and who I am. I want to be good. And that's something that you should strive for as well. Um, and that's something that you should strive for as well. Being good in your circumstances, grateful for your existence, and just being. And I think a lot of us, we kind of get, we make that really complicated. Um, so hi, that's me. I, I'm, I'm one of those people. Nice to meet you. Uh, but this, this we're today, we're actually going to be, you know, incorporating a lot of that into it, into play. Um, but mainly, I just kind of wanted to share my heart a little bit about this podcast. Um, for anybody who is listening, um, and who's noticed, and if you haven't, Okay, I'm going to point it out because I've noticed um, I haven't shared this baby of mine to anybody. I feel like it's so valuable. It's a it's 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 such a asset of mine that I I put a lot of my heart and my soul into and I, I am transparent and and absolutely vulnerable um, that I just don't know how people are going to take it, especially the people who know me. You know, this is something that takes guts. And usually I don't care about what other people think of me and, and, and the actions that I do. But for some reason, this is the only thing in my life at the very moment that sharing with the world I'm afraid of. So let's dissect that, Okay. Now, you can apply this to anything in your life and where you find great value in, and, but, and, and it's, it's a part of your identity, but you're not really sure of really how to express that because you're afraid of rejection and, and criticism. And, you know, this is very broad. Obviously, this is not going to fit for everyone. But if you can think of a certain situation where you can really, this is where we're at right, th- right this moment. This podcast has been a idea of mine for a long time and when I finally jumped on it and I finally asked my friends and my family you know what what they thought of it and and uh, if I should do it and and a lot of them were very supportive and I even opened it up to even my acquaintances and friends on Instagram you know I got good feedback and yeah that felt good good feedback always feels good but um, the follow through is always the hardest because not many people really want to hear 
somebody talk about their experiences. It could be misconstrued as, you know, the me show, the self-centeredness me, you know, or who who is she? You know, she has no degree or documentation or certification. Certification? Cert- certification? Jesus. Certification. <laughs> um, and any kind of self-care, psychological you know, uh, hoopla. She has none of that. So yes, I don't have any of that, but I I do have an experience and a a year worth of blossoming that I just want to share with anybody who also blossomed this year or who is beginning their blossoming process. That opening up, that, that, that unfolding of their awareness, their sensitivity, I used to think that I always had a chip on my shoulder and that, you know, I was just very touchy individual, but I'm really starting to realize that I'm just a sensitive woman. I'm a sensitive person and it doesn't make me, um, it doesn't throw me into that stereotypical woman sensitivity thing. I'm talking about, I am a sensitive being. I can sense things. I can pick up on things. And when I hurt or when I laugh, when I cry, when I feel happy, I am feeling those emotions vividly and forcefully. And sometimes those emotions become so overwhelming that the reaction that I then create is just pure human and and in pure nature. Um, And I'm, I'm, you know, of course, accepting that because... That's hard to accept when it comes to interpersonal communication and interpersonal relationships. Um, for a while, my boyfriend and I struggled with that too, but it's getting it, it got a lot better. I'm way better. Um, but um, so last week we talked about um, a couple things. I, I don't really remember, but <laughs> the week before we talked about how therapy slapped, and today I actually had a session, and um, I remember. I told my therapist this, you know, hesitance that I have about sharing this baby with people, with others. And um, it's, here's the thing. I think everybody has, similar to a coin, two sides to themselves. There's two inner persons within a person. There's one side who is conscious and the other is subconscious but mostly one thinks it's in control and it wants to be in control so bad and the other one is in control but doesn't really know it's in control and what happens here is that anytime that for in this case um, I'm excited about something and I want to show the world and I want to connect with people and I want to relate to people and I you know want to just bring forth good vibe a good vibe a good connecting vibe. Um, and I'm proud of it. I'm happy for it. I've done necessarily or I've done the necessary steps to to make this a podcast. Um, but my other self, my other inner self that steps in the way is this this self of of fear, of anxiety, of hesitance, of, you know, what ifs? What if I get rejected? What if no one likes this? What if people think I'm crazy? What if people, what if others think that, you know, I'm talking through my ass and that I don't make any sense and that what's the point of having a podcast and 
And then it just kind of pummels all the way down to, you know, self-doubt. As you can see before, my thoughts were going down to a spiral. It was eventually going down to my self-doubt of myself. And that's what happens with a lot of us. We let that second inner self get in the way of our other self, um, stand in the way of a lot of things. It, that that part of us stands in the way of almost everything that we do. You know, it's for some people we cling on to it because we think it's logic, and in some in some cases it is, but in most cases it's really just our fear talking to us, our fear that's stopping us from continuing on a journey that may not be the easiest, but oh so rewarding because you're pursuing your passion. It's a scary leap. That's all I gotta say. It is a scary leap, and uh, to be honest, I I just I don't know when I'm going when I'm ever going to be comfortable with sharing this with other people. I'm hoping that it's similar to the way that meditation works for some people and how I'm attempting to try for me. Um, instead of worrying about, you know, oh my gosh, I got to set my alarm for my meditation. How long can I, how long do I have? What if it goes off and startles me? Oh my gosh. Instead of worrying about that, I just, you know, do it. And then when my body tells me I'm done, I'm done. And I'm kind of hoping that my comfortableness, comfortability, thats not those are not words, but you know what I mean, um, awakens when my, myself tells me it's time. But here's the problem. Which self is telling me when it's time? Is it the self that is going to put it off because of fear and rejection? So then the time never comes or I miss my time or is it the self that knows exactly when I'm supposed to drop it or when I'm supposed to hand this out and present my baby on its own terms on its own time I have yet to figure that out myself and I'm really hoping it is the one self that is in control but doesn't know about it so that's yeah it's a it's an inner struggle, I tell you. It's such a conflict. Trying to find a balance between them is very hard, but once you start understanding the other and well, I guess once you want to start understanding one versus the other, you start seeing how they play, how they play out in real life. You know, in your decision making, do I have a bagel or make toast? You know, um, part of that, though, is listening to yourself enough that you can tell the difference between who is talking and, and who's who's in control. Um, for example, this last year, I've been listening to myself in, in small ways, but those small baby steps really do make an echo for like the rest of your whole soul like those tiny little moments where you're listening to yourself um it opens opportunities for you to listen to yourself and in, in deeper ways and and in, in bigger decisions um for example you know eating for me has always been easy to do because I love eating but also very complicated at the same time because I always had this self-image thing like <laughs> where um I always I I just I'm not really happy with who I am and what I look like um <laughs> yeah 
join the club, right? All of us can be, all of us can raise our hands and at least say that this is how they felt at least once in their life, if not currently. And that's okay. You know, especially during the holidays, it gets pretty rough. You know, it's, it's cold outside. You gain a couple extra pounds. I get it. I am there with you. Um, that's normal and that's part of life and right around the holidays it's just it's bound to happen so when you get to that point you kind of almost have to accept it but I digress Um, uh, just eating and food and and losing weight has always been such a complicated thing for me and I I truly believe that um, it's because and not it's not because but I truly believe that there's a factor here that was planted within me when I was a child you know watching my mom you know, run around like a chicken with her head cut off trying to find the new diet that'll help her slim down um, because she never was really happy with the way she was after she had kids. And you you knew that as a child without even talking about these deep discussions. And I think I, I kind of put that onto myself. Um, nothing is ever enough. I want to be skinnier. I want to have this different, like I, I see these Pinterest models. I, you know who I'm talking about. They're beautiful and they're like in these amazing city backdrops and they have these cute outfits and I just, I want that outfit and, but I also want the, the legs. I also want the thinness. I also want the, you know, um, so with listening to my body, I've been asking myself, when are you hungry? What are you hungry for? What are you in the mood for? Are you thirsty? Drink some water. I'm checking with myself. What's my opinion on this? Um, You know, what do I feel comfortable in? Do I look cute right now? I think I look cute right now. It sounds crazy. And to most people who hear me talking to myself, aka the people who live above me in my apartment complex or below me, um, uh, shout out to them. If you ever if you guys ever come across this podcast, I just want to say I'm so sorry for all the self-talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> I sound like a crazy woman, but that's okay because I'm living my truth and, and, and life is life is good. <laughs> oh, yeah. So just listening to my body enough that um, it tells me what it needs, when it needs it. And I'm hoping that I get to this point in my life that it's just second nature, that I I don't have to force myself, you know, to to try to rewire this. Um, Eventually, it'll be that way. And I know it will. But it's always it's always the toughest part. And I and I want to say this to you, you listening, you with the face, Um, self care and self discovery and the journey itself is not an easy one. It's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be ugly. It's supposed to be challenging and it's supposed to be rough. But it's so rewarding. And you start seeing it in yourself when you start noticing how you approach the table. When you approach life, decisions, circumstances, confrontation. You start noticing how you react to those things in regards of how you used to act before versus now. Life is different. Life is, it's not, it's hard. <laughs> so I guess in reality, if there's something that you want to do, there's something that you want to become, that you're passionate about, that you think about it all the time. You never know if, you know, this. it's the right time. 
or if this is the right move, but you feel it somewhere inside of you, there's a part of you like, you need to do this, you need to do this now, 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 now. Do it. Just send it. (laughs) Just do it. And I'm saying this for me too, because I need to work up the courage to tell people about this baby, (laughs) this podcast that I have that I'm forming and creating and enjoying and and just throwing love through this microphone here into your ears. This I need to be able to show this to other people and I have to send it. So I'm sending I'm telling you to send it to whatever that is for you. Both of us need to send it together <laughs> eventually. I don't know. I want to take a moment to just, first of all, I want to talk about, so I, you know, I'm a TikTok user. Other people are too. I know you are. We all are. We all kind of are attached to it. It's the, it's the new vine. It just is. Um, But anyway, I was reading that, you know, grounding up some, some lavender and putting that on your herbs is good for anxiety and I was like no way so what did I do I ordered me some thank you Amazon I ordered some and uh, I did just that and um, I'm here to tell you that from from what I experience on my own and I'm not advocating and I'm not telling you that you need to do this um, I'm not encouraging drugs you know I'm just telling those who are on the same wavelength as me um, who 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 use marijuana as a way to relax, de-stress, you know, take that anxiety and depression blankets off of you, you know, just for like a moment. I'm talking to you. Um, it is wonderful. I tried to explain it to my roommate, and I'm wondering if it was a really good explanation. But even if it's not, I'm still going to try to do it to the person who is listening right now. Um, to you, my friend. Um, so you know how you have the option to get drunk as an adult, right? You're 20, you're over 21, you know, you can, you can drink whenever you really want to. Now, how and what is, is, is in question at this moment? Would you rather get drunk off of Miller Lite? (laughs) And you're not a beer person, or, I mean, for me, I'm not a beer person, but say you're not a beer person, would you rather get drunk off a Miller Lite or get drunk off of the most delicious and wonderful wine that you can dream up, accompanied with a nice wood-fired pizza? Hmm? Hmm? I don't know about you, but I would take the wine and pizza. This is kind of what it felt like. You know, you could smoke and and get stoned, you know, regular time, and it's great. You know, same thing with beer. Like, I'm not a beer person, but I'll drink it to get drunk. Faux show. You know? Um, But will will I enjoy the taste? Probably not. I enjoy the taste of wine. The sweetness of wine or the dryness of wine. You know, whatever you fancy, you enjoy that. It was very similar to that. 
you sprinkled a little lavender on top and it was almost like there was a taste to it, a substance to it and a lightness to it. And for me, I loved that every, every single moment. It was just relaxing, a huge wave of just, that's what I want. That's what I want from my weed. So yeah, I would highly recommend it. Again, I'm not... You know, I'm not pushing it towards anybody who, you know, really, it's not their cup of tea. Totally fine. It's not for everyone. Totally get it. Um, and I'm not telling you to go and use drugs as an excuse to not deal with your emotional uh, issues and uh, <laughs> mental illnesses. Absolutely not. Um, first of all, and I want to be clear by this, I've been smoking for years um, and it's just been recently when I when I figured out that if I marry, you know, my journey of self-care, self-discovery and appreciation with my love for, you know, recreational activities, um, it's a good match. It's a good match for me. It may not be for you, but it definitely is for me. And, and I hope it is for someone else out there, too. Um, and we can relate. Hey, girl, what's going on? Um, <laughs> but that's, you know, that's just a little sidebar I wanted to kind of interject here because, um, why not? I'm having a conversation with myself and this is my podcast. Hi, welcome. Going back to talking about send it. And I think today's episode is going to be called just send it, um, or something like that. I don't know. One of those things. Um, I think you know, on that topic. Hold on. Let me get it. Let me get it. Recently, um, because of the Christmas holiday, by the way, happy belated. Wait. Yeah. Happy belated birthday, Jesus. <laughs> I'm kidding. Part of my, I guess, mentioning of conscious and subconscious mind um, has been, I, I, has been, so, how do I say this? Over the Christmas break, um, I saw one of my childhood best friends. She's still my childhood best friend and best friend. She's amazing. Um, she's a counselor, so she knows her stuff. Um, she was one of the first people, along with my coworkers, who uh, really supported me, um, as well as my friends and family, obviously, but really supported me in, the, in my search of finding a therapist because she understood how important it was for other people, and she's seen it herself firsthand. So she was awesome. Thank you, Angelica. But this Christmas, she really did think outside of the box. Her gifts were very concept-based, and it was just, it was amazing. But one of my favorite things that she gave me this year um, was a book. And I'm if, if you haven't heard of it, let me put you on. So it's called You're, You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life by Jen Sincero and Guys holy fuck it is fantastic i am i'm can i just read you can i just read you a couple things that i've highlighted because the, today's episode is kind of weird it's right smack dab between the holidays there really isn't too much here that i really did plan to talk about i knew i just had to I had to put in an episode so today is just one of those woo kind of fun you know days where i really don't have much planned but besides sending it if you have an opportunity and that is the bottom line here right 
Um, so I'm just going to read a couple things out of this book because this is, it's, girl, hold up. All right. So, okay. One of the um, opening pages to this book that really pulled me in is this small paragraph here. All this is to say that, hey, it's not your fault that you're fucked up. It's your fault if you stay fucked up. But the foundation of your fucked upness is something that hasn't been passed down through generations of your family, like a coat of arms or a killer cornbread recipe, or in my case, equating confrontation with heart failure. When you, when you came in scream. <clears throat> When you came in screaming onto this planet, you were truly a bundle of joy, a wide-eyed creature incapable of doing anything but being in the moment. You have no idea that you had a body, let alone that you would be ashamed of it. When you looked around, everything just was. Gosh. This book also, I mean, we talk about how Animals and even children feel things in the now, in the present. They are present. When they feel things, it is vividly, it is powerful. You know, when we start growing up, things start getting a little weak. But we can learn for these from, from children and we can learn from animals because we should be striving to go back to that force. I mean, obviously not throwing a tantrum when you're hungry, but, but when you feel joy, or when you're discovering things, or when you're just being, you're there. You're 100% there. There's nowhere else you're supposed to be but that moment. And we forget how to do that because we grow up and we care about what other people think and we have anxiety. Shout out to, first of all, Big Mouth. I don't know if there's any fans out there, but I am a huge fan of Big Mouth. And the way they portrayed anxiety as the anxiety mosquito, Tito the mosquito, was literally flawless. Same thing with how they, you know, um, uh, um, animated depression, the, the depression cat. Like, it's so, that's, yeah, that is what it feels like. It feels like being pricked in by uh, Tito the mosquito. And that's all you can think about because it's an itch. You can't scratch because it'll hurt, but then it's just there all the time. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I did want to say that real quick. Um, because if there's one thing that kind of metaphorically puts that into, you know, a place where people can see what it's like to have certain anxiety-filled moments or depressive episodes, like, that is it. So I'm really, I'm really huge onto that. But, um... Hi, Jen Cicero, really good author. I just wanted you to, I just wanted you to know this. <laughs> so much like we were talking before about the conscious and uh, subconscious mind, um, Jen also speaks of this in the book. And um, there's a blurb right after that where she basically breaks it down and what it like. She's all she's a very metaphorical writer too. So she comes up with these metaphors for you to understand a concept better. So it's not just a whole bunch of long jargon and psychology hoopla that, you know, by the time you're done reading your your eyes are fried and you, you kind of just want to go to bed. No. Um, what she mean what the subconscious and the conscious mind when we have a problem or a personal issue, you know, our fucked upness, um, we can't just blanket over, you know, with all these other things. 
We have to dig deep down, face it, figure it out first off. And her like her explanation of that is I quote, it's sort of like being able to it's sort of she says it's sort of like not being able to enjoy sitting on your front porch anymore because it totally reeks of something foul out there. You can come up with all these brilliant ways to deal with the problem, light incense, set up fans, blame it on the dog, but until you realize that something has crawled under your house and died, your problems will be lingering on, stinking up your life. The first key of ridding yourself of limiting subconscious beliefs is to become aware of them, because until you're aware of what's really going on, you'll keep working with your conscious mind, thinking that, you know, you need to paint the porch, to solve a problem that's buried far beneath it, aka dead skunk removal, in your subconscious, which is an exercise in futility. So this this book has kind of connected to me on a very personal level, um, mainly because for years, my front porch has been painted there has been lights <laughs> i don't know where who i am right now but i'm going with it has been painted we put string lights on we put the mosquito mos- what did they call the mosquito tiggy torches all around to make it look festive you know we did all these things to try to um distract from the smell from the problem but we didn't necessarily get underneath the porch and uh, do some dead skunk removal. You can't just move on with your life and, 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 I don't know, cover your life up with so many other things, and, but ignore the problem that's there. For me, you know, for years... My problem was was trauma. Trauma from an ex-boyfriend that I had no business being involved in. When you're a girl who doesn't really know much about love, but who is willing and able to want to help like that was my goal. I wanted to help someone. I wanted to be there everything. I wanted to be their reason for breathing. (laughs) That's what I wanted because I never had that before. And when I did, I gave it to the wrong person and they took advantage of it. He was, he was emotionally manipulative and he was physically abusive and he wasn't a good guy for me, at, at least. He wasn't a good guy for me. He soiled a lot of things. He soiled the relationship I had with my mom, you know, my family, my self-image. It was just another cherry on. It was literally a cherry on top of a, a very large Sunday that I've been creating over the years of, you know, feeling like I was never enough for anybody. And, you know, it was just one more thing on top of the pile. And after that moment, you know, after breaking away from that, thank you, Jesus. Um, after breaking away from that, there was a couple of years where I there was no, I didn't feel anything, you know, like too deep. I just kind of kept on and moving on, and and that's when my porch decorating began. Um, I kept doing everything in my power to 
um, decorate my porch and put things on there to distract it from, you know, the stank that was literally smelling up my yard. And I couldn't understand why or where it was coming from, nor did I even want to find what it was or where it was. Um, And it wasn't until I was really transparent with myself, this the beginning of this year, literally in, in, in about two weeks, it'll be the year anniversary of when I literally pulled myself up um, from the mud pit that I was literally just <laughs> from the mud pit I was literally just rolling around in, um, I, I, that I decided to get up and do something about it because I was sick and tired of feeling this way and I was sick and tired of the, the skunk under my porch infiltrating my house. And by my house, I mean my life. I mean my relationships. I mean how my self perception. I, you know, top to bottom. I've I've had these conversations with people close to me before, um, and I've seen you know my friends carry on with their lives, but not really look at the problem and assess the problem. A lot of us kind of just hope that it goes away over time. But here's the thing: when someone really hurts us, we experience really terrible things, our brain, like you can't, there's nothing that happens to us that our brain doesn't attain. And even the, even the memories that we don't really remember, it's still in there somewhere. You know, we've seen things, we've experienced things, we felt joy, we felt laughed, we, we've laughed, we've cried, we felt sadness, like those are all recorded up there in the brain. If we had the ability, we could reach back and look for it, you know, but some of us don't, me including. But what I'm saying is that these traumas, these experiences are recorded. And whether we intentionally, intentionally forget them within the next couple of years after, um, it doesn't mean that it goes away. It just means that it, it kind of festers in its own way. And then it eventually affects other things. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You can't just tackle your problems by not tackling them or doing anything at all. And that's, here's like another thing that I've also seen with a a couple of, uh, you know, people that I've I've surrounded with over the, you know, years. Um, Because we're not assessing our problems, because we're not facing our inner selves, because we're not distinguishing the two inner selves, too. Like, we're not really looking deep into that. Um, we tend to find solace in other people. We, send, we tend to think that, yeah, we're fucked up, so maybe there's someone out there to unfucked me up. You know what I'm saying? To unwind me. And I'm going to be the first to tell you, if no one has told you yet, but... People can't do that, and people are disappointing. I love them to death. Love people. They're awesome, but they're disappointing. They make mistakes. They're human, just like you. You know, you can't just put all your eggs in a basket and hope that that person is going to hold it dear and tight to their heart because at some point they're going to trip over a rock and there goes your eggs, girl. They're all gone. You can't do that. I think, you know, personally, I've dealt with this, you know, my sister, my friends, 
They've all dealt with their own share of, of this circumstance, and we're all still kind of figuring out how to do that and navigating it. Um, but that's just not how it works either. We can't just project our problems onto people and expect them to fix it when and when they have their own problems to fix. Girl, listen, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, whomever you're with, okay, chances are they have their own trauma. They have their own experiences that were not so pleasant. They have their own thing going on, okay, just like you do. And to expect them to drop everything they have to assess you every single day is, I'm sorry, but it is selfish. I'm not saying <clears throat> that you asking for help is selfish when you need it because you definitely do deserve help. Um, and by verbalizing that you need help from your partner is very important. And, and if they love you, they're going to do whatever they can to help you. But again, relationships are 50-50. You got to meet halfway. We got to do what we can for each other. We got to be 100-100 if you want to be that, you know, mathematical. And, and I think that's, that's it's supposed to be that way. We're not supposed to put these giant expectations onto other people. The only person that we can do that to is really, oh, no one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, if you believe in God, God. If you believe in a higher power, that higher power. If you believe in the universe as a whole, that universe. The only thing, person, that could never fail you because they have the best intentions in mind. And whoever you believe, just know that that person, that omnipresent thing, thinks so highly of you. The universe thinks so highly of you. God thinks so highly of you. You know, again, whether you believe it or not, just know that in a general basic sense, something out there thinks you're awesome. Thinks that whatever you, you have your heart set on, you could do it believes in you no one, when no one else does that was another that's that's another point that I, I did read and 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 you are a badass because <clears throat> I mean I've always grew up with my parents you know talking about God and and they're super religious and I always knew that there was something out there but I just never really had this giant connection unless it was forced but now I feel like I can make this connection with my personal definition of what is out there and be at peace with that because I know that they think so highly of me and that they love me and that they believe in me and that I matter to them when I don't matter even to myself sometimes. If there's one thing, two things, three things, if there's something that you learn out of this, it's one. You have so much potential. Follow your talents. Follow your passion and send it. Send it. Here's, here's, 
here's a sign. Here is me verbally saying, send it. And I'm saying it to myself because I need to send it myself. I need to, I need to put forth this baby. <laughs> and you need to put forth whatever it is that you need to send out in the world. And stop being so hesitant. Don't be afraid. It's time to have your other self step in front of the other self and say, hey, hey, I know you got a lot on your plate. Um, you're worried about rejection, uh, fear. I get that. But um, we're going to do it anyways. Because the only person that really matters right now, the only opinion that really matters right now is me, myself, and I. If this is something that makes me feel good, if this is something that you know, I personally love, I'm passionate about, then I'm going to go forth and do that. Because this is what I need to do, not only for myself, but for some other person out there who needs to relate, who needs to feel connected, who needs to feel united through the fact that we're all struggling here. We're all fucked up, but there's a way and there's a possibility to get out and to live and to breathe and to be their needs. That's why I'm here, because I want to tell you that there is so much more out there. There's so much more within you that you need to discover. And it's exciting to discover. It's not the easiest, but it is exciting because you start learning so much about yourself that you eventually start becoming so in tune with yourself. And that's where you want to be. That's where you always want to be. And you want to grow that. You want to practice that and practice that until it becomes second nature. And, you know, the goal here is to be good. <laughs> so one, send it. You're awesome. Go for it. <laughs> Two, lavender on your weed. Try it. <laughs> good lavender. The one that you can smoke. Okay. Don't, don't buy weird lavender. Just organic lavender. Okay. <laughs> um, three. We're all, we're all messed up individuals, but that's okay. That's who we are. Our porches need to be assessed. That's number three. Look at yourself and ask yourself, is there something that I need to work on? What's going on? What's underneath it all? What's, let's, let's, let's go back. We have to face that trauma. We have to dig deep and unearth whatever is festering within us so that we can continue moving forward in life, but in a different direction, a better direction for our mental health, for the people around us, for our relationships. These, this matters, okay? This matters. Don't put it off. You know, one of my fears was that I'd be 60-something years old, 70-something years old, regretting that I didn't take control of my life and that I missed out on so many possibilities and opportunities because I was afraid. Do you want to do that too? Because I don't think you do. Ask yourself this week. Ask yourself with this new year coming. What do I want? Who do I want to be? What makes me happy? And what do I need to face to start on a road of bettering myself 
than the relationships I have. There you go. Whether it is try yoga, meditation, you know, drawing, painting, do it. Do something. And I'm telling, and this is for the person in the back who's the anxious Annie, like me. If you're excited about something for the first week and you burn out, that's okay. That, that could that happens. Get back on it. Give yourself another chance. Do it again. Do it on your own terms this time. Instead of scheduling out a, a time in the morning every single day to do yoga, even on the days where it's busy and it gets too much, okay, then the second time around, fit that with you. When I wake up in the morning, what do I feel like doing? Oh, you know what? I could, I could stretch out a little bit. All right, then do it. Start with two times a week. One time a week. Increase it if you feel like you need to. In other words, I love you and you matter and the universe, God, whatever you consider as a higher power loves you too and thinks the world of you and thinks you're absolutely awesome. You are awesome and you're so worthy of, of better things, of a good life, of good relationships, of self-love, of, of joy, of food, of dancing, of laughter. You deserve it all. You deserve it all, man. Okay? I don't have any tell me something good um, so I'm going to put this prompt out again. If you have anything good you want to tell me, tell me something good. What would you do for yourself this weekend? Send it to my mail. Send it to my email. And that's Vanessa Lynn, L-Y-N-N, Rods, R-O-D-Z, 6 at gmail.com. Yeah, eventually I'll make a Gmail for this podcast, but your girl hasn't got to that yet. Maybe I should today if I'm going to send it sometime soon. That's my friendly reminder to get on that horse. <laughs> I love you. Have a great new year. I will see you next week. Thank you for hanging out with me. Goodbye.